The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Dylan Johnson. We heard you made some interesting comments comparing and contrasting Starkville to Washington. I missed those. Oh, yeah. Um, it's totally different. The weather's a lot better down here. You know, right now in Mississippi, it's kind of hot. Not kind of, it's, it's very hot. But, you know, I'm kind of, I got adjusted to the, the weather kind of. And um, definitely, like, it's a lot more to do down here. You know, Mississippi, we haven't really got too much to do. So, uh, you know, I've been around just at different, different places. Food, nightlife? What? Oh, my gosh. Okay, the food is a little bit different. It's, uh, I'll definitely say the seafood here is better. But down south, you know, the food is a lot better, man. The chicken and all fried chicken. Troy, you know, I got, I got to put Troy on. I got to put Troy on. Uh, you said uh, in fall camp, you know, describe this offense. People are just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, so far through four games, is this what you kind of expected it to be? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I know you guys, I know y'all looking at the numbers and stuff. Like I've been telling people, we have three NFL receivers. Like it's it's crazy. We got Mike. We got a great old line. Now we're getting the run game going. Um, I'm getting I, I gotten a lot healthier, so that helps out too. So we're on the road. We just got to keep being consistent. Physically for you, how have you seen kind of build in terms of your comfort level and just how you feel how you feel your uh, your playing and feeling uh, four weeks in? Oh, I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling a lot better than I did week one. <laughs> I, can, I can definitely tell you that. Um, I, the game that I took off. Uh, I really didn't take off. I could have played, but they just, you know, wanted to make sure that I was, you know, at my best, you know, uh, and that was big for me. That was definitely big for my body and just getting myself back to uh, getting myself back to at least at least close to healthy 100 percent. So it's been good for me. Coach the, the receivers. Do you think that JP in particular is maybe starting to get a little more attention now? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's about time. It's, a, it's about time. Uh, we everybody says you know, he's, JP is kind of like the the underdog, I guess. But he's a different breed. That's a different. That's a that's a different. I mean, if y'all see the catches, it's all hands, all hands. I mean, it's just it's perfect. <clears throat> he catch everything. I don't think he has a drop this season. I, if if you're gonna look up the stats, I don't I don't think he's dropped the ball this year. And then majority of his balls are contested. And guys, I don't think there's three. No, I don't think there's. Nobody in the country better than three receivers we have here. I know people talk a lot about his preparation and the way he works. I mean, do you see that? Like, does he, does he stand apart that way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's out here every day getting extra catches, uh, extra workouts, you know, leading by example. And that's what you want from a leader like him. When you look at uh, the move that you made, you're four weeks in, where, where this team is right now, I guess how satisfied are you with the place you're at on the team as a top 10 team and the role that you have in this offense right now? Never satisfied, you know. Uh, we, we never want to be satisfied because we got so much more to prove. Uh, it's great that, to see that we are, you know, the number seven team in the country. But it's, we still got more out there. We still got more things, and we got bigger aspirations, bigger goals that we're still trying to accomplish. Romadunzo. Shifts need to be quicker. Um, need to execute that, you know, a little bit at a, at a higher at a higher standard for sure, um, just so that way we can, you know, 
be attacking the defense more and put them on their heels more. Coach Grubb called the offense a seven a few weeks ago. Is that is that you think what would make it a ten or what, what else might, might that be? Yeah, I think that involved, you know, as well as, you know, continuing to improve in things that we are doing well. You know, we're doing things well, but always, you know, room for improvement. So, you know, those those few things as well as, you know, building on top of the things that we're doing really well, um, I think would put us close to a ten. I just talk about, you know, your performance Saturday also catching passes and returning a punt. Uh, how exciting was that to get a punt return in there for the end zone? Oh, man, that was uh, really uh, I t- set out to the game. It was kind of like a dream come true. I told him uh, my favorite player growing up was uh, Devin Hester, so um, I drew a lot of inspiration for him, from him and wanted to, you know, be like him when I was growing up. So to be able to get the opportunity to get a punt return and take it to the crib, like, that was kind of a full circle moment for me for sure. How will be, you know, going down to Tucson Saturday playing against Arizona? What do you know about their defense? And, and what do you remember about playing them up here last year? Yeah, um, you know, good defense. You know, they, uh, you know, have a lot of talented kids on their the, on the squad. You know, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of length from what, what what I can tell. You know, big a lot of big guys, big cornerbacks uh, as well, secondary as well. So, um, you know, gonna have to play physical, gonna have to scheme scheme them up and and do our job for sure. How, how do you feel the balance of the offense has been going between the pass and the run? Uh, Dylan Johnson's got gotten some big runs, and so did some of your other guys. I mean, do you feel that's kind of balancing out now? Between yeah. the run and the pass? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, we practice. We, we, we're going to do whatever it takes to, to get the job done. And, you know, if we need to put it in the air, we're going to put it in the air. And if we need to run it on the ground, we're going to run it on the ground. And um, I'm glad, you know, so many different people in this offense can get the opportunity to, you know, have success. And I think, you know, as the season continues, we'll, we'll see that unfold more and more. And the last thing for me is, I mean, have you seen Mike Penix come along in the first four games? Um Seems like he's putting up big yards and out of there in the third quarter. So <laughs> I don't no. think he's been doing. <laughs> I think he's been doing amazing. Yeah, like you said, I mean, he's only been playing two quarters out of you know as of to this point of the season. So um, you know, I think he's he's continually gaining the respect that he deserves. And you know, it's not where it needs to be yet, but um, you know, he's going to keep making plays, keep forcing people to respect you know his game and, and the way he goes out there and competes every single time. Hey, Ron, were you close to Daniel hey, Mooley at all? I was a little bit. Um, he was, uh, I believe, a year older than me, so um, I-, I came in, and you know, he was he was you know a, a friend of, a friend of mine, a brother a brother when he was here. So you know, we're all pretty close in there. So yeah, definitely. Okay, but not close enough where you guys are maybe talking a little bit. No, about three games no, yeah, no. I never I never uh, uh, hung out with him too much outside of, outside of the facility. But definitely when when he was here, he was, he was like a brother to me for sure. Okay. And, and what is it about maybe Jeremy coming in and, and filling the gap for for J Mac when he comes? And I mean, everyone talks about the next man up. I mean, it's cliche, but for him to come in and be that next guy, what what is he providing for you guys where it feels like the drop off could be maybe as minimal as possible? Right. Yeah. I mean, for, for us, like, you know, all, I love J Mac and love, love Jerm, but for us, like, we, we don't see it as, as any sort of drop off. Like, you know, whatever positions, you know, someone needs to step into and, and fill that role, like, they're going to provide their own sort of assets or sort of, or sort of own sort of abilities to that to that position, you know, because every wide receiver is different. But to me, it's no drop off. You know, he comes in, you know, executes and, and is a playmaker. So he comes in. Of course, we miss J-Mac. We love the way J-Mac plays. But, you know, we know we're going to get him back. And while, while he's out, um, you know, Jeremy will come in and execute. And the question was asked yesterday about the number of NFL guys and, and the fact that scouts are coming every game and watching you guys. And Coach DeBoer talked about JP being one of those guys that maybe got underlooked a little bit, but because he's had consistent consistency throughout last year and this year, is even bumped his game up. What have you seen from JP that's really helped maybe be a great contributor to what you provide? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, 
know, since the JPS came in, he's provided this energy, this dog mentality to, to the way he plays the game that has elevated the room since he stepped in. And, you know, through, through injuries, through the adversity that he has faced when he first got here, through last season not getting maybe as many uh, looks as he wanted, he's pers persevered through it all. You know, he's out here working. I'm sure he's somewhere catching jugs right now, honestly. Um, he's probably catching jugs somewhere. Um, but he just continues to, to improve. So to see Zach's success and to see him doing it, like it's, it's really nothing new to me. It just makes me so happy. Oh, no, he's doing interviews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me happy that, um, you know, the world gets to see, you know, all that hard work that he's putting in come out on the field. Is it weird, though, to not when you're in a game and he's not there right right next to you? Um, you, you talking about JP? Yeah, no, no, Jalen. Oh, Jalen. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, I've been playing with J-Mac for four years now, so. You know, he's always been on my side, you know, always been there with me, especially in our offense. Um, a lot of times on the same side of the ball as me. Um, so it, it definitely sucks not having him out of there. You guys know how much of a playmaker Jalen is. Um, you know, I, I think, in my personal opinion, he cannot play another snap and be a first-round draft pick because he's a dog, man. So, um, you know, hopefully you know, he, he's getting his treatment and, and getting back right, and hopefully we'll get him out there as soon as possible. I want to ask you about that punt return, too. Looking back on it, were you aware after, especially in film review, how many guys Tristan Dunn took out? Oh yeah, no. I mean, I was I, I heard the initial like smack uh, hitting the pads when I was out there, and I was like, oh, what was that? And then I just started running, um, <laughs> and I'd come to come to find out it was Tristan Dunn making a, a huge block on the sideline on arguably their best uh, coverage guy. So man, and then he went pancaked uh, another guy went and pancaked one of the last guys coming finally. Yeah. He's like a you know a, a wrecking ball a bull in a china shop. So um, I, I, I appreciate Tristan Dunn, man. Shout out to Tristan Dunn for real. That was that was love. What's it like going up against him? And, 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 I mean, as far as like offense defense. Right. Yeah. It's fun. You know, he brings a lot. He's a very elusive cornerback. Uh, um, and he provides so much, you know, length at the position, but also combines it with speed. It's, it's a unique, it's a unique uh, combination for sure that allows him to make plays. And you know, just seeing his development from since he first got here has been, it's been amazing. Jalen Paul, show me what you know, hard working and exactly what it takes in order for me to be uh, elite. What sort of jobs did your mom do when you were growing up? Uh, she worked at Taco Bell. Uh, we, we had a, it was in Baytown, Texas. Um, Taco Bell. I think it was Fight Fly and Jay, and it was Denny's. All three of them at the yep, same time. All three of them. Wow. Did you grow up in Baytown? Uh, I grew up. I went. I stayed in Baytown for I want to say five, six years. Uh, grew up out there in Piedmont Apartments. Uh, traveled probably like 20 minutes across the bridge uh, to Bonnet High. Uh, it's like a junior high school in Deer Park. Um, what uh, What was it like kind of growing up in Texas? How would you sort of describe your childhood? Uh, for me, uh, it was exciting. You know, growing up in, in uh, I call projects or you know bricks or you know um, apartments. You know, whatever whatever you want to call it. Uh, just growing up, you know, you got a lot of kids that you know grow up uh, less fortunate, and everybody has like this drive and ambition of you know uh, watching somebody that they that they've seen on college football, NCAA at the time, or Houston, Texas, for example, mine was like Andre Johnson and, you know, just uh, watching, you know, these specific guys and, you know, going to elementary and having, going to PE and, you know, with all, all these guys and, and the kids and, you know, competing at certain drills and just, you know, kind of built up uh, a steam in you to just, to just want to go and, you know, not having the opportunity to go play the little sports. You know, my first time Plan, uh, being able to go play Little League sports was, you know, in the sixth grade, right before I started playing junior high ball. And I was able to actually meet uh, some guys 
that I'm still friends with to this day. Um, and get on the team, it was called the Optimist League. And I, was, I played like tight end and, and, uh, and like DN. So that was that was a lot of fun, but you know that's where it all started. That's where it started for me. Did you see at sixth grade? Yeah. Did you yep. want to play before that? Uh, I definitely wanted to play. Uh, I started out playing basketball. I was an AAU. I was a hooper. You know, I, I was an all around, all around player on the court. You know, I still have love for the game to to this day. Um, but yeah, basketball, basketball was definitely my my first one. You mentioned your uncle. How big of an influence was he? Uh, he was a big influence, big, big influence, you know, um, like I say, still, still to this day, you know, he just pushes me and, you know, gives, gives me the, the advice, you know, that I need. And, you know, I always remember, you know, just the, just the small things of, of him, you know, teaching me uh, how to be strong, you know, how to have a, have, have a good mindset and just at a young age being able to, you know, go out there and uh, with the high school, out the high school workouts and, me being the only little kid there and just going. I, I was with him so much. I, I remember his school bus had pulled up one day and I and I got on the school bus and ended up going to the school. And my mama had to come pick me up because she didn't, she didn't know that I was on the bus because I had snuck outside and, and snuck on the bus and, and went with him. But it's just little memories like that, that I always remember, you know, of, of where it started. How do you feel about uh, going to the Saturday's game against Arizona down in Tucson? Uh, what do you remember about playing them last year, and, and what do you think of their defense? Uh, we're excited. We're excited, you know, especially coming off a win. Uh, like I say, I always say, you know, we never want to take, you know, our, our opponent for, for granted, you know, because it's the back 12 You know, we, we got a lot of great teams. Everybody is a great team, and we understand that, you know, we got to fix the things that the mistakes that we made from last game. and. And be ready to, to go go over there in Arizona and, and get ready to play a good team. Going into the season, Jalen and uh, Rome were getting all the attention. Would you rather get that attention, or are you kind of like flying under the radar a little bit? Yeah, I, I, I don't too much focus on the attention, but you know those those guys definitely deserve everything that that, that they're getting because you know they put in the work each and every day and work their tails off to to get everything that they're getting. Sure. On uh, Rome's touchdown, you were following him into the end zone. Tell me about where you were on that play and what your responsibilities were. Man, like, I told Rome, like, that was literally one of, like, the best experiences of my college career so far. You know, I always dreamed of, like, running down there and, like, blocking and just, like, seeing the crowd. And, like, usually, like, as, as a receiver and stuff, you know, we, we block downfield after, you know, uh, somebody makes a big play or somebody catches the ball. But just being in that moment on special teams and, like, in Husky Stadium, you know, all the students being back, and we got the new lights going, uh, turning off, and we got the purple lights coming on. Now, just run, being able to run down there and just be there beside them and, and, and look at the crowd, it was just like, yeah, that was like a feeling that I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life. So, yeah, that was that was definitely, that was one for the books for sure. Taj Davis down at Cal. I, I know you got a chance to talk to him a little bit, you know, he's down there. Did you get a chance to talk to him? Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. He had a he had a really good game. I'm proud of you know the things that he he was able to do do out there. You know, of course he's our he's our opponent on the other side of, on the other side of the ball. But still, man, I, I I be wishing the best for him at all times. I pray for him. You know, I wish I wish the best for him this season. You know, we was excited to see him and, and see him go out there and have some success. And yeah, we, we wish the best for him. With the quarterback Jaden Delora down uh, down at Arizona against Washington State, he planted the flag out here. Do you guys talk about that at all? Nah, we don't. We're not too much focused on that. That's more of a defensive side of question. But nah, we we don't worry about none of that. We just go out there and play ball. And Dylan Johnson says he doesn't 
doesn't think you dropped a ball all year. Have you dropped a ball all year? Shoot. Yeah, one. It was, I think it was against Boise. It was. I think it was against Boise. It wasn't necessarily a drop, but I should have caught it. No matter how high, how low, how wide, you know, I always feel like I, I always feel like I gotta catch those those balls for Mike, man, because he deserves it. Does Coach Shepard maybe have a higher standard for what what a drop is than than what other people might think? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. His standard on drops is uh, not normal. You know, uh, it, it's very frustrating, but you know we need it. We need it. I want to know about the discussion you had with Coach Shepard about you having you had minus two yards receiving, according to Coach Shep. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, when we catch those balls, he, he call them his yak. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, he always he always coaches us hard to push us, push us to, you know, beyond our, our, our limits to, you know, uh, make us so, so elite and, and for us to go out there and it'd be so easy. Did he have a discussion you about? You only had two yards, minus two yards after catch? Was that a discussion at all? Nah, we don't, nah. <laughs> We didn't we really, really talk about it. Yet? Yeah. <laughs> Yet? Nah. <laughs> eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Parker Brailsford. <laughs> I'm doing good. You know, last night I saw the video out there. It's kind of going viral of you pancaking the guy from Cal. Oh, yes, sir. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. Tell me about that. Um, so, I mean, I watch a lot of film. I've noticed that he likes the long arm, the center. So uh, I ended up swacking his hands and just... Uh, pushing them off and I guess that's just what happened was it power or technique <laughs> I say it's definitely technique uh, I say a bit of both what's it like I mean, you were just kind of an underrated guy coming in you're not the biggest guy out there now you've got the starting center job at the University of Washington uh, I mean it's, it's real exciting obviously we don't want to see tail get hurt but at the end of the day I had to step up and I so I proved that I can fit in the role your dad seems quite proud yes sir tell me about that um I mean, earlier in the year, I did an interview and I said uh, when I first told him on FaceTime, his face is lit up, and I, I got a I got a picture of that. But I mean, yeah, he's just real excited for me. Yeah, just you know, just what's more satisfying? See that smile on your dad's face or the pancake block? <laughs> I said seeing the uh, smile on my dad's face. <laughs> did you do a lot of um, uh, shotgun snaps uh, in high school? Uh, I did. I say mainly my mainly my freshman year, and then. Uh, my junior year, I played more center. How hard is that? Oh, it's not too hard. Did you talk to Jaden at all, Jaden Green? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're another, laughing. Another Arizona guy. Uh, no, nah, I did not. But, I mean, yeah. Right. Nah, I did. Tell, tell me about, you know, just your responsibility on making line calls and stuff. How difficult is that? 
Uh, it's not very difficult. Coaches do a good job of preparing us, and I watch a lot of films. So, I mean, I mostly know what I'm doing out there, and uh, I'm very confident. If you had your preference, do you, do you like center better or guard better? Uh, I think I'm more. Uh, I think I'm more fit to be a center. Okay, why is that? Uh, just my size. Pretty gross. Hey, Grady, just uh, was curious about the kind of the evolution of, of the position and kind of the, the position battle between you and Addison kind of started in the spring. We talked to the coaches and got their perspective. I was kind of curious about your perspective on the battle. I'd say it's just a really healthy competition. You know, me and Addison are really good friends. We live in the same house right now. You know, we've been good friends since I came in, and he's, he's done a good job making me better, and I feel like I did the same thing to, you know, develop both of our games, you know, for the team. I think it's made me just a better kicker just in general. You know, it helps me handle all the all the stress that comes with the game days and just helps me perform. Was there any stress trying to follow in, in Peyton's footsteps a little bit, knowing what he was able to accomplish here, also as a, as a player that walked on here? I, I wouldn't say a, a lot of stress. I'd say I try and, you know, carve my own path. I feel like I can do do great things as, as a kicker here and, you know, for this program. So I feel like... It's good to follow in, a, in footsteps like that because my, my expectations are just that much higher. But you know, I think that kind of comes with kind of the esteem that I hold myself at. Do you, ever, do you ever consider going to Arizona? Um, I mean, naturally being in state, I thought about it. But they had uh, Tyler Loop, their kicker now, was there. So they weren't really looking at anyone. And ASU kind of had their guy before me. So I kind of moved on pretty quickly. In the process, did you think at all about you know, the idea that because Peyton came here as a walk-on and did what he was able to do, that you could maybe force the same path? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, these days, uh, being a kicker, you kind of, most of us are walk-ons. It's tough to earn a scholarship out of high school. So that was obviously my main goal. But I think seeing his journey kind of helped me, you know, create more of a process-driven mindset to know that I don't have to be perfect day one. And I can, I can develop myself that first year and then, kind of become the player I want to be. When did you hear that you had been given the starting nod? Um, it was, I think it was a post-practice meeting, kind of late fall camp. Okay. Was it Coach Schmidt or Coach Creighton or who was it? Uh, Coach Creighton told me first, but I had a meeting with Coach Schmidt soon after. So. Okay. What did, what did they tell you about what you had done to, to kind of earn the spot? Uh, they just said that they were happy with kind of my, my progression throughout the spring and the fall and how I've kind of change my mindset and become a better and more consistent kicker just throughout those, those off-season months and how they, they could feel that I could, I could do a good job for us. In the, in the fall. Was there something that that flipped the switch for you? Was there something where all of a sudden you felt like, okay, I'm in a, I'm in a groove now, I'm comfortable? Yeah, I think I think once Peyton left, I felt like I had to take take my my opportunity, you know, being the guy, so I kind of flipped the switch in my head to try and you know, turn on my competitive mindset to you know, this is this is my time. I have to be the guy now. I do it. Who was the first person you told once you found out you got the job? Yeah, I called them right after practice. You know, they they're just as invested as I am. So it's a family thing for us. So they were they were as excited as I was. So speaking of a family thing, you're going back to your home state. I would imagine once you found out that you were going to be the starting kicker, this is the the game you've probably had served. Yeah, for sure. I mean, ASU last year was a lot of fun. I got I got a ton of buddies to go to ASU, and I got some that go to U of A. And, I got a couple friends coming up to, to Tucson for the game, and I'll have a whole bunch of family out there, so, you know, I can't wait. How, how many are in your crew, do you think, well, total? How many t- let's put it this way. How many tickets did you have to get from your teammates? I'm trying to get as many as I can right now. I'm still working on that. Uh, gosh, as far as the number, over 10 at least. No. But, yeah. 
and, and just in general, kick it for a team that's that's a top ten team, and, and does that what what does that add anything, or, or what is the pressure for you to succeed? I think the I think the pressure I, I put on myself is kind of above any level of pressure externally, but I think that adds a little bit of a you know you got to be on it every game day because your team depends on it, and we're gonna be playing some big games down the road and. I know I got to be on my A game every day. Have the coaches told you during the recruiting process what it took for you to, to earn their trust and, and maybe your mentality or your personality that allowed you to maybe be cool in, in those in those uh, circumstances? Well, they they just want me to be the same guy every day. You know, come in with uh, the same same personality, same mentality every day, and just you know do what I can do because they know and I know that. I have the ability to perform, and so it's just whether or not I could, you know, stack days on days and keep that consistent. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 